Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow, I'm saying the lady, so what? It's the Melchester Odyssey, it's part 30, Sam. Who would have thought we'd have got the 30 parts of Roy the Roves? Well, we did, frankly, didn't we? We thought this is going to go we on knew. for fucking months and months. Let's be honest. And I don't care. It's going to go on for years, I reckon, because we've been uh, investing in back issues of the 1980s. Well, I've comics, got the 1970s so... annual now. I say I've got it. Len was given it for his birthday. And me I've and Len. I got it too. I got it three years ago when it first came out, Sam. Well, I'm reading it at the moment. Are you? Yeah, I'm balls deep in it because yeah. we, we finished, uh, me and Len finished this 80s one a while ago. So we're balls deep in the 70s one and it is fucking got... brilliant. Proper 1970s hairstyle, wasn't he? Like Brian Connolly out of the suite, but with yeah, not it's so sort much of, of a like a, a, I think you'd call it a bob. It's almost like a page boy because <laughs> yeah. it, it's sort of centre parted, and then at the bottom it sort of curls inwards, like he's actually yeah. had the curling tongs out before he yeah. goes out. It's fucking I mesmerizing. Think, no, it's a bit like Noel Edmonds had in that era as well. <laughs> yeah, um, and the other thing is, in the 80s one, he looks like a man. He's 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 mm. a man who you the can man's think, man. yeah, he passes for a player manager. Yeah. But in the seventies he's still sort of like a callow youth. And you think, how the fuck is he getting away with bossing around people like Duncan Mackay? Right. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll there's get a back lot of that. and and also the interesting thing is there's just great backstory. There's just great backstory mm. like you know, like Jeff Giles at the beginning of this eighties Odyssey, there's the whole kind of thing about Jeff Giles exiting the club after mm. such a long servi- servitude. And we get to see just what Jeff Giles contributed. Just how integral in he is 70s. to it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's hell. a few other players. There's some players who are still there, like Mackay and Blackie Gray, of course, are, are, are perennials. But this is pre-Paco Diaz, Paco <laughs> Diaz, for instance. So it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's very much like when Star Wars did the prequels. <laughs> Fucking hell, but without a racist alien. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, so let's get back to the 80s. We are, uh, they're in Scotland. It says at the beginning, um, well, it, it tells us at the beginning, at the, at the very top, it's, it is what's to come. Uh, an amazing miskick, laughter and abuse, all in 60 seconds. Wow. Wow. It sounds get like a a, an episode description of Top Flight Time Machine. Doesn't it? Just, yeah. Laughter Finally and abuse. In all, all in, in instead, instead of an amazing miskick, it would be an amazing misjudgment, laughter yeah. and abuse, all in 35 minutes. Yeah, a terrible opinion, laughter and abuse. Uh, so it says at the top there, in Scotland for a tournament between promoted and relegated teams, Roy was giving a trial to 18-year-old Kenny Logan, whose father hated football. I hate football! 
and wanted the lad to enter the family business. I want the lad to enter the family business. Estate agency. Uh, to enter the family business. During Melchester's first match against Western Villa, Roy was forced to pull off Super Brat Vic Guthrie. Pull off, of course, having very different connotations then than it does now. He's not wanking Vic Guthrie off. He's just substituting him. Mm. Um, Vic Guthrie, who promptly disappeared uh, as the second half progressed with Rovers leading 2-1. Of course, yes, Vic Guthrie, we think, left the ground in Scotland and, and became a stray man, didn't he? He was he was uh, yeah. furious at being top. pulled he off. He went wild. He went straight in Scotland, uh, albeit in the summer. So, you know, weather will be nice for him. He'll probably curl up in a field of heather somewhere and uh, make a bed for the night. But we'll see. I don't know if that becomes a, a side plot. Uh, but anyway, Rovers are leading 2-1. There's a beautiful ball from Paco Diaz and he just taps it on into Racy's left foot. Inside the box, um, someone shouts, Give it the rocket, Roy! Mm. But Roy's mind was on other things. You know, Roy, he's worried. He substituted Vic Guthrie. Vic Guthrie's fucked off. He's got all this going on with Kenny Logan and Logan's dad. So, a lot on his mind. And he doesn't volley it into the back of the net. He miskicks it. Uh, oh, what a miskick, shouts the crowd. Oops! Shouts Roy. <laughs> <laughs> in one of those <laughs> very typical exclamations and outbursts that we get in this thing uh, and someone else from the crowd shouts he sliced it straight to Kenny Logan and Logan is Roy's like yeah I did it on purpose yeah. <laughs> I know it looked like a missed kick but I've, I've, yeah. I've, what I've done is I've learned how to slice the ball purposefully yeah and it's a friendly so there's no goal bonus so you know I'm happy to give yeah. this one to someone else Ah, oh, you know, I like to give the young lads a bit of a chance, you know. See what he's made of. There you go. Mm. Um, and Logan is about eight yards out, straight in front of the goal. Uh, although- Bury it, cunt. That's what Roy <laughs> shouts at him. <laughs> Bury it, but- cunt, or perish. I'll go back to your dad's estate agency. <laughs> um, although closely marked, the young Scott reacted like lightning. And, yeah, one of the Western Villa... Defenders goes, hey, what the? Because uh, who'd have thought he could do something with that? And he has. He's volleyed it straight in the back of the net. Uh, it's there. And he hardly had room to move, shouts a fan. I like this. It's like the lightning quick reactions of a born goal poacher. Mm. And we haven't talked to, uh, in a while. We used to all talk about how at their best, the illustrations are so exhilarating and exciting, aren't they? And yeah just right like I really do think it's great the way that you you can really imagine this in real life because the ball sort of sliced him by accident so he wasn't expecting it so he couldn't set himself but no. a real a born poacher yeah like a, a Gert Muller or a in, in who else did you say yeah or Robbie Fowler yeah although he was slightly more than a poacher wasn't he yeah, the I'd say he's an underrated poacher mm. Michael Owen because yeah. Michael, o- Michael Owen scored also incredible goals, didn't he? But he did. as a result, yeah. he's underrated as one of those guys who the ball might spin at the most awkward angle and mm-hmm. in a split second they're able to set themselves and finish it. Totally. Kevin Phillips as well when he played for Sunderland. Oh, Fuck yeah, Kevin Phillips. Back. Phillips was God. very similar to Robbie Fowler, I think, in that they were both capable of... They were poachers, but they were also... You know, Phillips would occasionally smack them in from... 30 yards, oh, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, he would, yeah. He even scored a couple of headers for a little fella. Mm. 
Oh man, what a player. <sighs> anyway, whew, my <laughs> team's in League One now. That's where we are. Uh, yes, yeah, so He's Kenny no Logan. Marco Gabbiadini. Oh, he's better than Gabbiadini. Mm. Um, right, so where are we? Yeah, Logan's just... Uh, and it is, it's another one of those great bits of illustration as well, like you said, where he's, he's smacked it first time and the ball has just flown through the air. You can see the, the, the trajectory of it. And there it is, nestling in the back of the net. Fabulous goal, shouts a fan. Fabulous! Simply fabulous. Right out of nowhere. I think Paul McCartney might be in the crowd. I <laughs> know oh, he'd say fab, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd this say is fab. more like fab. Um, fab goal. Fab. Yeah, no, fabulous is more like. Uh, yeah, I guess it's sort of someone from the eighties London media scene. It probably is. Yeah, mm. yeah, a proto yuppie. Um, yeah. Got lost in Scotland. Fabulous goal right out of nowhere. And Racy made it. Well, it's Kenny Logan. She says, and Racy made it. Fantastic pass, boss. Called him Racy already. Oh, mm. ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Cheeky cunt. Oi, oh, he's, he's don't be so fucking boss, familiar, dickhead. Yeah. Uh, well, there. And he says, everyone thought, everyone thought ye were going to try a shot. And Racy's mm. like, hey. Yeah. He's not happy. Yeah. Hey. Uh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> You taking the piss? No, I just thought you'd shoot. Well, I didn't shoot. I passed it to you, so I fucking thank you. It'd be nice, dickhead. <laughs> Even Roy had to grin at Logan's impudence. Why, you cheeky little... <laughs> dot, uh, dot, dot, meaning yeah, cunt. cunt. <laughs> you cheeky little cunt. Oh, I like you, though. <laughs> I've said oh, already. Yeah, you're all right, you. You're almost like the son I wish I had. Instead of that son, I've got back at home in the cage. In his yeah. fucking cage. I'm going through a lot of uh, very complicated thoughts at the moment about you. Maybe I'd do a fucking swap with your dad. If he's so fucking set on getting some cunt to join the business, I'll get my. he could have my kid any day of the week. He can do it. I mean, you don't need much in the way of fucking brains to sell a fucking gaff up here in Scotland, do you? Uh, he's only seven. Give him ten years to train him up. Maybe cure him. Get him running around in them heather fields. Straight uh, swap. They've got so all sorts like, of cures nowadays. It's like, the, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of putting him through what we put Charlie Carter on. Stick a bit of rubber in his mouth, get him to bite down and hook him up to the car battery. <laughs> fucking set, uh, set his fucking nuts straight. A couple of fucking sharp blasts around him bloody blacky greys lock up. Look what it did for Charlie Carter. He's back to his best. We did it to our kid. Maybe he'd fucking get his head on straight. We'll let him out of the cage once in a while. <laughs> so Roy gives it, why, you cheeky little cunt. And then uh, they're all patting Kenny on the head. No Baxter says, steady, Roy. I mean, we all thought it was a great pass too. And even Blackie's laughing. <laughs> Is it okay to laugh, Roy? Is it okay for you to be the butt of the joke for a moment? Yeah, most oh, of the sure. it's quite funny. <laughs> I'm just joining in with the consensus. Is that okay? <laughs> fucking hell. But, oh, fucking hell. But the Rovers' laughter was misunderstood by the Western players. And one of the Western fucking um, players who looks a bit like the singer at the Goombia dance band, who were popular at the time, 
um, says, uh, enjoy the joke race. I hope you can still see the funny <laughs> side of things next season when some team is giving you a lot of thrashing. <laughs> fucking hell. What? Hey, what do you <laughs> fucking say? He Jesus says, what, what, Christ. What? who are you? Yeah. We're in Division 1. You're not. What's get going fucked. on with your fucking barnet? <laughs> this bloke's got a sort of a weird sort of like... Who had hair like that? Graham Ricks. He's got a there bit was, of a Graham Ricks, hasn't he? Well, it's just an old Baxter, but with a different colour. Um, Tony no, Woodcock hair. Yeah. Now, now, wait a minute. You don't understand, says Racy. <laughs> His friendly's becoming less friendly for the second. Yeah. Um... But Roy's explanations were in vain and the game degenerated into a series of niggling fouls. So, yeah, the Western Villa think they're laughing at them. But, you know, Melchester have just been relegated, let's remember, have, have beaten Western Villa 3-1 here. They've just been promoted. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I think the Western players need to shut the fucking mouths. But uh, there we shut go. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Before I shut it for you. <laughs> I'm not in the fucking mood. I don't want to be here in Scotland. I wish I were in fucking Crete right now. Right? But I've had to come up here because of a commercial arrangement made by that cunt Ben Galloway. Right? And I just want to get through it, win the cup, fuck off. I don't need Sign you. I've already case, had that off fucking off. estate agent on my case. I don't need you fucking nobodies. And that's, believe me, that's what you are. Nobodies. Right? Fucking giving me any shit. <coughs> But Roy's explanations were in vain and the game degenerated into a series of niggling fouls. Uh, and there's one of them sliding in from behind on Roy and Roy goes down. Ah! Ref, it's got to be a penalty. That was a deliberate trip, shouts Noel Baxter. Fucking grass. Um, referee agreed and Roy decided to take the spot kick himself, which he, he blasts with the outside of his left foot. Top corner. Uh, 4-1, shouts a fan. Fuck Not off, I'm, I'm taking this uh, mood I'm in. Yeah, it takes some fucking aggression out on something. Um, not a bad result against the team that took our place in the first division, he thinks, as he puts it in the net. At full time, the Villa players marched off without even bothering to shake hands. A fucking scum. Western scum. Classless. Yeah. No class. No class. Oh, talking of classes, I forgot to tell this story. Sorry. You know Stray Man, who you have met, original Stray Man? Yes. (laughs) He was in a restaurant recently, right? A fancy restaurant. And he was with his family. And he did a a brilliant dad meltdown, right? Because he was, I think he was arguing with someone, one of his relatives about politics, about the election. So that had got him riled up, right? And in the middle of it, some some snobby cunts behind you know stray man is from halifax he's from yes. the north country he's very much a man of and the north and therefore he's done you know he's done a decent job of assimilating to life down here yeah but obviously you can imagine if he's been dragged along to a fancy pants restaurant right uh-huh. then obviously it really tests things to the limit do you know yeah. what i mean i mean I don't know what it must be like, but you come down there once in a while and you do all right, mm. don't you? I mean, you. you I get by. When I, I see I you, I can around. see you. I can see the anger and com- yeah. sort of anger simmering below the surface. But mm. you do a good job mm. of keeping a lid on it most of the time, don't you? And he, I, he's I, the same. I don't hang around long enough to get into any kind of no. situations that could jeopardise. Yeah, you like you know, to get in and me. get out. Yeah. 
but he's in his fancy fancy restaurants and some snobby cunt turned around to a woman and said, excuse me, could you stop knocking my chair? Right. And Ooh. he was like, I beg your pardon. And they said, can you stop <laughs> knocking my chair? You are, you are constantly moving your chair. And you're bumped into me, like, on, on twice or something like that. Really, like, Ooh. fucking over the top, right? And, you know, he is not an aggressive man, stray man. He's a, <coughs> he's a man of peace, right, most of the time. He is. So he was, like, a bit, bit weird. So in the end, uh, the argument he was having carried on, and he got up, he stormed over to the, to the bathroom and went to the toilet. And when he came out again, they remonstrated with him again. And he went, listen, I'm sorry, but obviously I didn't mean to budge you. You, you didn't have to be like that. You could have just told me, you know, and, and I would have said sorry. And just you didn't have to go only on the front foot so much. And they said, well, you didn't have to be so clumsy and knocking us about and blah, blah, blah. Really like talking down to him. Almost like they could tell he had the whiff of the North Country about him. Probably smelt a gravy, right? Fine. And um, And they just didn't like him being in their fancy restaurant. That's what I reckon. So in the yeah. end, his daughter told me that she, he said, come on, we're going. And he grabbed her by the hand. And as they walked off, he looked them up and down and he said to her, classless. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just think a really good sort of insult. He just said, classless, and then left the restaurant. He did a TTFN dickheads. Absolutely classless. Brilliant. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. what this guy, that's sort of what Roy's saying about Western Villa. Classless, no class yeah. whatsoever, not like us. Yeah. It's not I'm the Melchester way. Jalapeño. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Roy's scowling at them as they're exiting the pitch. They've all gone down the, the, the tunnel in a line. And uh, yeah, Blackie's got off. a smile on his face, and Black, Blackie's put an arm around him. He said, Never mind, Roy, at least we're in the semi final. They don't want to be our friends, but we're in the semi final. <laughs> and uh, and then Paco, is that Paco Diaz there? He says, And we find great prospect in young Logan. Or whoever he talks. That's just a generic foreign voice there. So they're in the dressing room, and. Um, <laughs> this is mad. Uh, they're in the dressing room. Uh, Roy says to them all, "Okay, lads, forget all about the match. I've got a surprise for you." No back. Forget to the about says, all that. Forget about all that. To- coming up, coming up. Just, just is one of my favourite bits of the whole book. Remember, I've read this book to the yeah. end, and this this next frame, for many reasons, is is uh, one of my. It's in my top five bits. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> 
He says, I've got a surprise for you. And Noel Baxter says, let's hope it's a pleasant one. As if Roy's going to give them a fucking unpleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's gonna, right. I'm, I'm going to inject you all it's, with- a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a severed head of a cat. Uh, how'd you like that? <laughs> and then he lobs it at them. And they were like, ah! <laughs> it's a live snake. Yeah, and um, who's that next to him with the fucking hair? That's not that's not Paco Diaz, is it? That's, I always um, forget that one's name. Yeah, He's Jimmy, one of the two. Jimmy Slade, is it? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. Let's call him Jimmy Slade. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to inject you all with dog spunk. Fucking lie down, here it comes. <laughs> Bend over, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's an experiment. Speaking of uh, involuntary... Um, administrations of things that aren't good dog for spunk. you. Oh, yeah. Well, not, well, not dog spunk, but um, Kool-Aid. Uh, BBC Four's got a Jonestown documentary series coming up in January. Oh. Oh! If you're familiar yeah. with the Jonestown story, Jim Jones, fuck me. That's going to be exceptional. Massacre. Yeah, it's got some previously yeah. unseen footage and all oh, of that. Oh, yeah, but isn't that a bit like when you watch things about murderers? It's like a bit sad. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's sad, but it's very compelling at the same time. Okay. Very compelling. Um, so that's on, and it's it's exec produced by Leonardo DiCaprio. So you know, <laughs> yes, <it laughs> if is. that means anything. But that that's just yeah. saw a trailer for that last well, night. He's the bloke who I think I want to know the opinions of the Jonestown massacre. DiCaprio, I don't think he's, I don't DiCaprio. think he's on screen. I think he's very much got his hand on the tiller, but yeah. without um, any any uh, proper input. So that yeah. So it's not dog spunk, it's Kool-Aid, but Jonestown, BBC Four, coming up soon. Mm. I thought you were going to say BBC Four were making a documentary about about dog spunk, spunk, about an incident in the UK uh, in the 1980s (laughs) where a man started a cult um, whereby he he injected dog spunk into the bum holes (laughs) of his acolytes (laughs) as part of an experiment he was doing on behalf of of the communists. Well, we could pitch that to them, maybe. Yeah. Um, Um... and I was anyway, at the BBC. <laughs> we've held it back long enough. We've held it back long Good enough, Got an idea Sam. for you. You heard about this dog spunk scandal in the 80s. No, of course you haven't, because you're not fucking proper journalists anymore, but we have. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't it happen was, in it London. Was, it, it, was, uh, it was a communist conspiracy, wasn't it, during the Cold War? Anyway, we've got some rare footage, and we're prepared to turn it into a documentary for you. <laughs> we're prepared to do it for you. In exchange for a lot of money. But, you know, we've held it back long enough. Here it is, the next room, the big surprise. Sam, you know, you can reveal it. Go for it. You guys, big surprise, cons, And it cuts <laughs> to a big frame of Roy stood there resplendent. He must have done a quick change in the cupboard. He has, he's in gone a in the brand, cupboard. Yeah. A brand new Melchester Rovers first team strip. Mm-hmm. And it is a lovely strip as well. It is, it is in a hoop style. Now, for many years, they'd had the same strip because going right back to the 70s, they had these red shirts with a single yellow line um, stripe down one side. So Classic it's sort of Manchester. like asymmetrical. Yeah. Asymmetrical. We know badge or sponsor or logo of any description. No, no, and they got right into the 80s playing in these shirts. And suddenly Roy, and we don't know how or why he's put this deal together. Well, But he's um, managed to get some brand new kits, which are, instead of one vertical stripe, they are hooped. red, and, So they're red shirts with two yellow hoops, yellow hoops on the sleeve. 
and they are sponsored by Gola, which, of course, was a real-life popular sports yeah. brand in the early 80s. And it's got their club crest, which is just simply the word Rovers with a football for the O. That's brand new, isn't and, it, as well? Yeah. Uh, I think and he Roy stood there. That yeah, I've done that myself. Well, his son's done I it. I mean, the thing is, you can get one of these fucking cunty ad- advertising agencies down in London to do it. They'll take a fucking year just to come up with a fucking doodle and charge grand. you a fucking arm and a leg for it. Fuck that. I did it on with one of the kids' fucking crayons. Took it up fucking pronto print in the high street. Bang, done. <laughs> now, every time any cunt wants to use it anywhere in the world, right, they've got to pay old Racy some of the money for Straight it for licensing. Licensing rights, and we're uh, and we're flogging these hand over fist in Southeast Asia. Now they're all fucking into it. <laughs> I got little Chinamen <laughs> running around in the fucking thousands wearing these. Uh, it's a good strip, a nice little yellow trim on the bottom of the shorts as well. It's very yeah. modern. It's very get this, Never mind about the fucking football. Have a fucking butchers of this. I've managed to get your kits now. Let's talk what? turkey. You, you all like it. That much is clear by the way you fucking gasped. And obviously, <laughs> it looks fucking dynamite on me because I'm in fucking. I'm as fit as a Top butcher's Nick. dog. <laughs> Don't forget, it's not going to look as good as any of you cunts because you're not built like me. But still, it's going to be an improvement. Now, the deal is, right, you all get two each, right? So you've always <laughs> got one for the laundry and one to wear, right? That way, no excuses, even if we've got a midweek game. You're always going to have a clean kit if you make stay sure, on top of your laundry make sure properly. You, make sure your wives and mums keep on top of it, though, because you're not yeah. getting any spares. Now, our, our pen is going to come in and do a talk to all of your wives and mothers about correct <laughs> laundry etiquette, temperatures, etc. I don't know, and I don't care, but it is important, apparently. Now, none of you need to worry about that, but you should tell your women folk that they should be here for Penny's talk on the matter. Now... You will all be buying these kits from me and the club. That's the way it works, right? Just like in the Scouts. Hey, I don't know what you're totting for. When you joined Cubs, did you get given your uniform? No, you had no. to go with your mum and buy it, didn't you? It, as players, you will be getting it much cheaper than the fucking Mug fans will be, right? I'm going to charge you £15 per strip. You get 10% that off. Socks, socks, shorts and shirts, right? That's 30 quid for the two kits. Uh, Roy, I'm a bit skint at the moment. Can I just buy the one shirt and then get a second one later in the season? No. I'm afraid not, Blackie. You have to buy the two. If not, you will be dropped from the first team. You'll be suspended. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm sure you all want to say a big thanks to me. Uh, Thanks, Roy. Thanks Uh, for this opportunity, Roy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've got on being knocked out by a... Yeah, I, I, I had a, I've made a few calls to the Far East, Taiwan. There's a fucking sweatshop out there. I'm having them made by these little kiddies. They're on fucking one rupee a day or whatever the fuck they call them out there. <laughs> so he's he's revealed this kit, right? He's revealed this kit mid-tournament. What would have happened if they'd gone out in the quarter-final in this match against Western Villa? It wouldn't, he's, he's revealing this kit and he's fucking no matches to play it in. Right, well, we'll be out of the out. tournament, but I've got this new strip we're going to wear in three months' time. Oh, all right then, okay. But, you know, <laughs> fortunately, they've gone through to the semis. Uh, and uh, another one of the ones who I can't remember there, again, we'll call him Jimmy Slade, even though it's different than Jimmy Slade before. 
says, hey, it's terrific. No one's got a strip like that. Noel Baxter, the twat, says, hey, what's that on the front? Goaler? Shouldn't that be goal? Why would it say fucking goal, you fucking ginger dimwit? Fuck no. me. No, the problem with you is, right, it's not that just you're a fucking dozy cunt. It's that you don't realise you're a dozy cunt. In fact, you think you're, <laughs> you think you're fucking hilarious, and you're not. I mean, look back. If you could hear the things you come out with, right, I don't think you'd be able to fucking sleep at night. It's that embarrassing. <laughs> oh, he is like worry. that. He's one of those... Yeah. We all know him. Do mm. you know what I mean? Someone who thinks, I'm going to say something cheeky in response to something everyone else says. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, he's just a self-styled... Wacky twat. guy. And he's just engaged. a fucking twat. I mean, I he must be anyone, brain. even fucking Roy's son, could have come up with something better than, <laughs> yeah. shouldn't that be goal? Yeah. Well, I mean, Roy's son's come up with the badge, so, you know, he's done his bit. Yeah. Um, and Roy says, don't worry, cunt, it's spelt right. <laughs> well, he doesn't say cunt, but, you know, he, he kind of does. Yeah, he does um, with his eyes. And then there's a, a nice close-up of Roy's smiling face. Yeah. This is the... Uh, this is the advertising bit, isn't it? He says, Gola is the name of the sports company that is going to be sponsoring us next season. We'll be wearing their shirts, socks, and shoes. And shoes. <laughs> I got some shoes. Gola shoes for everyone. <laughs> right? Shoes. They're special football shoes, the ones with the studs on the bottom. You've all got to wear them. Oh, but I've always worn um, these, these Adidas. Fuck that, you're wearing these. If not, you'll be suspended <laughs> and fined. Come <coughs> on. Now, because of a, an administrative error over at the sweatshop, these are all a size nine. If any of you are smaller or bigger than that, fucking sock it up and stick them on anyway, right? Because I don't think I'm going to get any others manufactured uh, within the next six months or so. And hear this now, I will suspend you if you do not comply and I am prepared to field a team of seven players if I need to, to prove my point. It will be, uh, I mean, because of the deal I've got going with Gola and the sweatshop, it would actually make no, it would actually be financially beneficial for me to play a team of seven, right? <laughs> so believe me, I will not hesitate to do so. <laughs> <laughs> And he says, they're all smiling there, so it's good. He says, uh, we'll be wearing the strip for the first time in our opening league match. So I don't know why he's brought to Scotland to show them. Never mind. Uh, who knows? Perhaps Gola is going to bring us lots of good luck. That's meant to kind of sound like a play on words, but I don't think it that's does. That's a play on words, cunts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, a good one. Oh, ah, see, that's how it's done, fucking. The, that's how it's done, Baxter, you cunt. What the fuck's <laughs> he on about? Has he, he lost his fucking mind? Ah, I tell you what, it is blacky. I know it was a bit weird all that earlier when I was talking to the lads about the kit and that, right? But it's what they call in political circles the dead cat technique, right? It's a distraction. Right, there's a lot of shit going on at the club at the moment, to be honest, right? Yeah. So I've had these, I mean, those dozy cunts, you show them a bright fucking colour, they're like babies, they get hypnotised by it. So I've knocked out these kits and it put a fucking smile on their faces, made them forget the fact we've just been fucking relegated <laughs> and I'm cutting and in the small print in all the contracts say in the event of relegation they all had their wages cut by 50% show them a new kit and the dozy cunts couldn't care less <laughs> I could fucking put dog spunk up their ass and they'd thank me for it not that I'm going to though Blackie don't <laughs> not, worry not yet anyway that was just a daft threat 
Yeah, don't worry about it. Pretend I never said it. It won't happen. Not on straight away anyway. See how the season starts. Uh, so there we go. And it says in next week's instalment, meet Roy Standing. We'll see what that's all about. Fucking hell. Uh, so there we are. That was a. Uh, there was a lot going on in that one. I think I'll give that. Uh, I'll give that a nine. I'll give it a nine. Yeah, I'll give it a nine because it's got just such a wonderful. The the reveal of the new kit is a yeah. big moment it in Roy been, the Rovers. It would have been an eight if it didn't have the reveal of the kit. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I still remember that happening, and it being so exciting the the new kit. And I wanted the kit. The kit was available as well. They did sell it. Buy. Yeah, yeah. You, you could get it in. Um, there was a great shop in. I mean, it was still there till not that long ago in Carnaby Street in London soccer scene. Yeah, and it's. And it sold all the fucking shirts. And when you're a kid, I mean, you know, nowadays you can go online and fucking buy any shirt you want, past or present, can't you? Even future. But um, even the future, even future kits. (laughs) But uh, but then you know you were hard pressed. I suppose you know in Sunderland you could buy Sunderland shirts. That was it, right? Yeah. And even that, I bet they didn't stock them in lots of places. Nah, well, not many, no. Um, but this shop, fucking hell, it was it was amazing. I mean, you'd go there just for a day out with your mates. Do you know what I mean? Just, just to look, look around, at, stare look at and wonder. Yeah. And they were the first to do all those retro kits, you know, like the 60s ones when they became trendy, didn't they? Mm. And uh, yeah. But you could get all the kits, and they even sold Melchester Rovers kits exactly like this one. In adult it was sizes. so exciting. Huh? In adult sizes. Yeah, for adult twats. Well, I didn't buy one. I, I didn't mean, buy. I've got. I've I would got have liked one. to have bought a full strip, a full Melchester <laughs> Rover strip, and then gone to work in it. I mean, I've got. <laughs> what are you I, looking at, cons? I've, and I've, I've got bought the, a fucking Roy Rovers. I've bought a Roy Race wig as well from Woolies. I mean, I've got, I've got the seventies one with a stripe down the side, but I wouldn't. You've got it, have work. you? Yeah, I wore it for the first episode of this. Do you not remember? Nah. Okay. I'm going to get one too. Fuck it. Why should you have one and me not? I'm getting one. Suit yourself. <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck at it for you. Uh, right, that's the end of this episode. <laughs> You'll be back with another one next week. Take the FN cuts. Fuck off. Not really. Love you. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.